0: to another edition of the Being You podcast show. This is James Short and welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition. We are truly honored. We are truly privileged to have this amazing guest to to honor us with his time and expertise. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in, keep your arms and legs in at all times because we have (laughs) the legendary Greg Smith. Now, who is this gentleman, Greg Smith? I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Greg is an out-of-the-box marketing genius. Yes, you've heard it here, you've heard it before. He is the master of client retention. You know when you spend a fortune each month on digital marketing and nothing happens? Well, Greg and the send handwritten team help you secure meetings with difficult to reach decision makers. that's right. We're not helping with lead generation. Greg helps clients velcro existing clients to your business. love it. Let them know that you care and they are and that they matter. With unrivaled message cut through anywhere in the world, amazing stuff. Greg's secret weapon is his handwritten greeting cards that arrive in exquisitely designed and branded to you envelope, waxed, sealed. Oh, this is exciting! And wait until you see the suite of handwritten digi cards. Greg's even got Morgan Freeman. How did he secure him on his team for a personalized audio digi cards? My goodness. Greg recommends connection, collaboration, and appreciation to rocket fuel your business's profitability. Ah, oh, drum roll, please. Greg, mate, welcome, welcome, welcome. So good to have you on the show today. Uh,
1: thanks, James. That is the most expressive introduction I think I've
0: ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, we've, we've, it's it's interesting how the universe works because you know we met a, a couple of years ago and then and then we sort of went off in our different ways and then recently we came back and and uh, we're, we're doing some funky stuff together which we'll unpack a little bit later but like like share us with you the story of how did you get to 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 this amazing place of this marketing genius where did that how did that how did you arrive here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, good, good question. Sometimes I wonder myself. Um, so, so historically or career-wise, I'm an experiential educator. So in 1992, I stood in a paddock in the Tweed Valley, and it was a big paddock. It was three and a half thousand acre paddock, and I dreamt up the fact that that would be a fantastic place to educate young men and women by going expeditioning with them. Uh, And 20 or so years later, uh, having built a very successful business and impacted the lives of many thousands of young adults and corporates and uh, uh, youth at risk and all sorts of other categories of uh, groups of people, uh, I sold the business to an international not-for-profit, which very, very successful merger come sale. And uh, a two-year contract with them morphed into a five-year employment of me in their business to help the transition from ownership to corporate-driven entity, although they were not for profit, they were corporate structure. And that went, (coughs) excuse me, very well for a couple of years. But what happened uh, in the finish, to cut a long story short, was uh, that business that was my baby that I dreamt up, that I'd imagined that I invested blood, sweat and tears quite literally, uh, imploded. It stopped. Uh, And if I want to be dramatic about it, you know, I say that, you know, that entity that purchased my baby uh, shot it in the back of the head and let it die in the gutter. Now, that's a bit melodramatic. Turns out, it turns out that what they were really good at was everything except one piece. And I will assert until I'm not here anymore that the piece that they got wrong was the customer experience piece. So the human beings and the relationships that I'd nurtured as my clientele for 20 years, they ended up Again, a little bit dramatic, but systemically, they disrespected them. They ignored them. They forgot them. They did silly, made silly decisions and uh, imposed those decisions rather than collaborated on a on a set of win-win outcomes. Right. So, when uh, you know, having watched my baby grow and then watched it deteriorate, I was a bit cranky, and so I left. Um, And I I wasn't quite invited out, but it was a mutual agreement that it was time. So what I got in that whole process was that you and I are actually really bored with being transacted. Mm. We get processed via CRMs and systems and all sorts of clever marketing and business technology all day, every day. So if we use the example, if we fly Jetstar from Sydney to Melbourne, we get processed. Have a look at your ticket. It says passenger. And you've got a line up. And the first time that I flew Jetstar, I really felt like a sheep or a, a cow um, as I got you know, put through the turnstiles. If you walk to the other end of the tarmac, though, you can get in that same A320. So if, if Jetstar fly A320, Sydney to uh, Melbourne, you can also fly in an A320 from, say, Sydney to, Singa- to Singapore. But if that same machinery has a Singapore Airlines insignia on the tail, you sit down in your economy seat, you get handed a hot towel and have mm-hmm. a look at your ticket. It says guest. Yeah, wow. You get safely processed, transacted to your destination but the feeling, the human inter, the human experience is diametrically opposed. Mm, so cool. same machinery, different experience. So what I got was that that's what had happened with the crew that purchased my baby. They actually improved so many of the processes and the budgets and the gear and the standard operating procedures because that's a fraught industry. You know, you got two hundred kids in the field. There's storms and rivers and trees and holes and got misbehavior and God knows what. But the piece that got mucked up was that our clients ended up being treated as passengers, not guests. And so they they left. They walked away. They voted with their feet. So send handwritten grew out of my first. Uh, a foray into consultancy which was the masters of client retention and the question that i wanted to answer with my clients was how do you velcro your existing clientele to whatever it is that you do mm. bottom line answer is you've got to care yeah. you gotta give a crap otherwise they will walk mm. so what i got was that i'm feeling bored and transacted i observe that in in my clients or well, my past clients voting with their feet, I got it, then I got it that the masters of client retention clientele, and they were few in number, started to say, Greg, shh, stop talking. And help me with my lead generation. Got it. That's what I want help with. And so send handwritten helps our clientele either with lead gen or client retention. And at its foundation, we use old school, cleverly designed, impactful, response oriented, direct, personalized, authentic marketing. Handwritten, wax sealed, gorgeous, exciting, and
0: Love it. different. <laughs> Very different. So Very that's a whole different. lot of words. Very different.
1: A whole lot of words to say that. If you want to get and Velcro attention to what it is you're up to, leads and client retention, be different, be personal. And for those that are watching visually, follow the five steps on the board behind me, You know, care, appreciate, create wow experiences and be loyal.
0: Let's unpack that for a sec, because I think that like, why do you think, and I wanna go through what's behind you in a minute, um, in particular for those who are listening rather than watching this. Um, why do you think so many businesses just don't get it? Like, like the, you know, where, you know, your jet star versus your Singaporean airlines, why do you think that people or businesses out there just refer to passenger rather than a guest? What's the, what, where's the psyche? Where's their thought process around that? Uh,
1: I, I'm not a psychologist and I don't know the answer to that, um, I think it's about uh, a period in history that we've we're we're going through still, I think, that's driven by the economic rationalists. So yeah. if you can do it cheaper, if you can do it more efficiently, and if you cannot bother about the humanity of the situation because that will help your bottom line, great, do it. Yep. And if we look at what's going on on the planet at the moment, and I don't want to get into that whole space, there is a part of this is about humanity being processed. Yes. I don't care what your beliefs are on the whole situation. We are being processed. And the antidote to being processed is to metaphorically or physically put our arms around each other and go, you know what, James? I get it you put your duds on one leg at a time each morning just as as i do that makes us human beings before we sit in our chair and we have ceo or owner or whatever it is tattooed on our forehead
0: yep yep
1: so we're human beings first so (laughs) my take on it is stop the crap like just stop and consider the humanity of the situation at the moment, the blood and bone, and spirit and energy of the human beings that are in this system that we've built around ourselves. I don't know if that answered the question or not, but
0: no, I think that's that's perfect, and that's absolutely beautiful because I think it comes to that first point which is behind you of your model, which I'd love for you to go through, which is care. And I think you know, we get so caught up in process, um, which is, which you've already mentioned, it's, it's not the emotional attachment, it's not that care factor, which you've already explained. And I think that's where, hence your model behind you, um, which I'd love for you to take us through, is that care factor. So can you walk us through this, this, re- this retention model that you've got? Okay,
1: so, and it's not just the retention model. In, in, for those that can't see this, there's a circle, and it's a beautiful colored circle because I had my creative guys color it in for me. <laughs> in the center of this uh, very colorful circle, uh, and it says consciously retained customer. Now, it doesn't matter whether you want to consciously retain a customer, whether you want to intentionally prospect for a new customer, whether you want to grow a team, build a business, or raise kids. These five things are necessary, unavoidable laws of the planet. In Greg's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and the first part is that if we're going to, and let, let's just say consciously retain a client, right? Because that's what's written on, the, on this version of this story. We've got to empathize. We've actually got to care. Because if you don't care, your customer sure as hell isn't. So, this is a two way street. So, if you don't care, your customer won't. If you want to Velcro that customer to your business and maximize the lifetime value of that relationship um, energetically, financially, uh, relationshipally, then care. The second piece of this is uh, it says Ubuntu. Ubuntu, for, right. some of us know that word and some of us don't. It's a South African word and it means, and let me look you in the eye, James, and give this to you. James, I am more today because you are on this podcast with me and you're in my world. It's a genuine, fair income, unavoidable belief of mine that this morning I'm not typing, I'm talking to a valued colleague and friend. That's different to what happens when you walk into most retail establishments. So it's not, if the first step is to think in, sorry, think from the outside in. So think from the client's point of view inwards, this piece is about an attitudinal mindset of appreciation. So thank you for being here. I get to put food on my table because you're my client. Thank you. This is a symbiotic relationship. The, um, the, the uh, third part of this is, as entrepreneurs or in your business, have you figured out yet how to create delight and surprise and wow? And why is that important? Well, I can tell you that it's important commercially because one of the largest companies on the planet have systematized delight, wow, surprise and magic. And all they did was get into some terrible piece of land sometime after the war. I don't don't know the dates and the history of it. And they created Disneyland. So Walt was a fair dinkum genius when it came to creating delight and magic and wow. So if you get goosebumps when you interact with a business or... The water cooler discussion is, oh, wow, you've got to go to that restaurant. You've got to go and deal with that guy. You've got to go and deal with that masseuse. You have to spend your money here because that's just fair income a beautiful experience. That's what you're looking for. So in your business, the rhetorical question, in your business, James, how do you create the light and wow? Mm -hmm. The fourth part is I will guarantee, James, that you don't remember what you got for your 10th birthday. Or well, you're not. If you do, if you're a clever clever bugger, and you do, <laughs>
0: I what I got last year. <laughs> you're
1: ninth, <then> and you're eighth, <laughs> and you're seventh. However, you might remember the cousins, the pool, the energy, the cake, the ice cream cake that melted, the park, the birds, the what well, the action. You you might recall the experience, and the reason for that is that human beings are meaning-making machines, and they form meaning not out of stuff. They form meaning out of relationship and experience. So the question for us as entrepreneurs is, and it's a question I challenge myself with every day, what experience am I creating for my clients so that I remain remarkable and memorable in their world? So that the day that they have a problem around their marketing and they want to, Delight their clientele; they're going to think of me because I've given them, shared with them, invested in an experience with them. And the the fifth part of the the five step process. uh, It's my assertion that loyalty begets loyalty. So if you're loyalty, if sorry, if you're loyal, it will come back. If you're not, if you don't show up on time, if you forget to send it, if you run late with it, if you don't fix it properly, like if you're not good to your word forget it loyalty will go out the window and price will be what drives the customer's decision okay there's a magic magic four letter word on this planet and the word is word be good to your word. there is no way that anybody can take that off you it's yours but if you break it, if you break your word, if you break a promise, Humpty Dumpty, it's really hard to put it back together again. Then part of that, it says, for those that can see the visual, um, it says, you know, follow up. A- and the, um, the churchy language around that is not follow up. The churchy language around that, the, the, the spiritual version of that is reconcile. So when you muck something up, and James, I know you, I don't know the details of the mistakes that you made last week, but I do know that you made some mistakes. I sure as hell did. And the reason I know that is because we're human beings. The trick, the, the joy, the energy of being a human being is to when you muck it up, reconcile it, follow it up, close the loop. I don't care whether you use commercial or churchy language. That's the essence because... It's my assertion that it's the human relationships that actually drive the excitement and the energy and the beauty of life on a planet that was designed to support that.
0: Love it, love it, love it. And it just all makes sense. All those five steps, it just makes sense and they all flow very, And it, hence the circle, right? As it just keeps on going round and round and round. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that insights and sharing that. Now we talked a, a couple of weeks ago around around some lead generation activities and some strategies that you've been doing and implementing and blowing some of the clients' minds to a different stratosphere through Mm -hmm. some of the results. Mm -hmm. Um, What what are some of those uh, strategies that you've been working on with with clients?
1: Um, So I I know that, I don't remember our conversation in detail, but it's likely that I would have shared a couple of the infamous internal stories here at Send, Handwritten. So James, um, bear with me while I re-share this concept of a six-star hotel. Love it. So we know what a, well, I'm not sure that we all do, but if you've at least stood in the foyer of a five-star hotel, you get it. It's dripping metaphorically with gold or gold paint or diamonds or whatever. That's not actually what's going through the heads of the human beings that are running the Ritz. What's going through the heads of the people that run the Ritz is how can we enhance the human experience here? Mm. So in the send handwritten six-star hotels, because we want to blow this out of the water. Five-star is very passive. Let's go six-star. And of course, I'm a human. So this is aspirational. Um, In our six-star hotel, ground floor, concierge desk dripping with gold and diamonds of intent. Five rooms on the ground floor. The first room is the strategy room. So a client comes to us and we get really clear on their strategy. Usually it's a version of lead generation or client retention. Let's say it's lead gen. The second room, once we're clear on the strategy, is the creative room. And I've got my own version of Disney in that second room. And I believe you're going to have a conversation with Andy, our creative director, this afternoon. So creativity gets... Uh, invested in or your creativity gets invested in in our six-star hotel that's the second room the third room on the ground floor for a, a handwritten card campaign is the production room we print your cards we write them we wax seal them and we ship them all over the world we've got agents in scotland and la and calgary new zealand and here australia the fourth room on the ground floor is the data room most of my clients say greg i want to run a lead generation campaign to this avatar and i say can i have the names and addresses and phone numbers and linkedin profiles please and they nothing (laughs) silent well i got a data team so send handwritten's data team will help support a campaign or as a standalone service help find you as an entrepreneur the data that you need to generate new leads And the fifth room on the ground floor is the appointment setting room. So that's where in a lead gen campaign, the um, uh, uh, cards go into the marketplace and up to three calls will be made by an Aussie appointment setter. And what we do is different again. It's not a sales call. It goes like, hi, James, it's Gus here. I'm wondering if you could help me please. James is gonna say, well, who the hell are you, Gus? Well, it's Gus here. If Gus was calling on behalf of send handwritten, it's Gus here. Um, he doesn't say send handwritten. He says, it's Gus here. And the help I'm looking for is, did you get a handwritten wax sealed card in the mail last week with, I don't know, an elephant with a giant pumpkin in his mouth? Or whatever's on the front of the card. And that's uh, a, um, I, the word just went out of my head. Uh, it's, a, it's an attention disruptor. Because what we're expecting is, hi, it's Gus here from Send Handwritten Written Ant. And we all roll our eyes and go, oh, my God, sales call, go away. I've got important stuff to do. But we turns out we're pre-programmed to want to help each other. Anyway, I'm going into the detail. On the second floor of the Send Handwritten Six Star Hotel is the Digi Suite. So audio DigiCards, handwritten, hand-drawn, sometimes they're voiced over, which is where the Morgan Freeman reference comes from. So thank you for that. But we could find Bugs Bunny for you or Dory or Sean Connery or whoever's out there so that your message shows up on a text or an email or in socials in a way that nobody else on the planet apart from my customers is showing up. And they're hilarious often and there, attention grabbing. Next floor up in the send handwritten hotel is what we call the the, LinkedIn concierge service. So we use LinkedIn to support a lead gen campaign. When I say to my clients, great, you do the LinkedIn bit, we'll do the physical card bit and we'll do the appointment setting and data. What we learned was that my clients get distracted having the impact that they want to have rather than doing the marketing work because... It can be distracting, boring, a headache, not easy to focus on, whatever, whatever. So we help with that. And there's a, there's a few different components to the LinkedIn concierge service. And the final floor is the business process suite. where we put all that together in a campaign format to help run the whole thing from, we say soup to nuts, from first course to last course. So, you, you've alluded to uh, an example, and I'll, I'll share this one. Um, so, th- that's um, Yak. So, I'm holding up a card with a Yak on it, and he's got black and red sunnies on. This is now an infamous campaign that we run still for this guy. His name is Brendan Basser. He's an accountant in Brisbane. And Brendan came to me two and a bit years ago and he said, Greg, social m- media marketing is getting me nowhere. Can you help? I said, Yes. So, Short story, we found data for, I think it was construction companies, general managers, CEOs in Southeast Queensland. We ran 100 cards a month for 12 months for him, uh, data cards and calls. At the end of the second month, he rang me and he said, mate, we have a problem. And of course, I went white hot and thought, oh my goodness, six-star hotel and this guy is telling me we've got a problem. So I'm imagining metaphorically, you know, that the water tank on the top floor has flooded every floor and especially his room and computers mucked up, right? So he said, Greg, do you realize what you've done to my business in the last two months? And I went, no, you tell me, Brendan. He said, you just made me $1.4 million out of it. And that's lifetime value of new work that we secured on his behalf in collaboration with Brendan. Now, what we actually did was we sent that yak in the mail 200 times, and the opening copy in that is Hi, James, I hope you don't mind my old school approach. I'd love to have a yak with you. It's a ridiculous dad joke. 99% of people at least smile, but they will laugh at that dad joke. And this guy's an accountant, accountants are boring. Brendan's not but accountants are boring that's the persona that gets projected about accountants and here he is showing up as a yak with red and black sunnies on so when we make the appointment setting calls we're not making the sale we get Brendan the appointment and he he makes the sale if the prospect is a good fit so it's a metronome every month And let's say it's not, but let's say it's the 15th of every month. Out the cards go. A week later, the calls start, and we just do it every month. Tickety-tock, tickety-tock. And metaphorically, he just sits at his desk catching tennis balls that say, new appointment. Now, the results for Brendan come and go. When we got that result in the first couple of months, he said, he used a bunch of swear words, and he said, Greg, just sign me up for three years. If I don't talk to you again, it doesn't matter. Just keep doing what you're doing. And that's exactly what we do. I'm happy to keep sharing samples, but I'm not sure where you'd like to go. That's
0: amazing. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. That's a great example right there. Thank you. That's um, you know, and and that's, and that's how you've you've created that impacting. And you know, just a a dad joke like that with a card like that with an impact like that, but you know, with a follow up process which provides an opportunity, an appointment being set. It's just it's a beautiful, appreciated, caring, fun. Uh, just straight to the point, which is lovely. Uh, and that's what I love about it. Um, so where to from here? What, what's what's on the horizon for, for yourself? What's on the horizon for the business? What's, what's the next 12 and 24 months look like for you guys?
1: Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, in some ways, we're probably 12 months behind where we want to be. And in other ways, we're 12 months ahead of where we want to be. The topsy-turvy nature of the planet in the last 18 months uh, has meant whole bunch of things for us what i've got absolutely crystal clear is that the low hanging fruit for all of us as entrepreneurs in terms of the growth of our business are our existing clients Mm. they already know us hopefully they like us and please god they trust us if that's the case then Those existing clients, when nurtured, are a potential goldmine of referrals or new work. So where we want to head as a business, while we will always be involved in lead generation, we want to build our tribe of human beings and entrepreneurs around us that get it, that customer retention is the place to play. So if you can, you you use the word that in my antenna pierces the ceiling now every time I hear the salesy words of touch base, follow up, uh, reach out. The only people on the planet that use those phrases are salespeople. And, and I use them too, but I'm trying to catch myself and my team using them. What we really want to do is nurture and build relationship. And so if you can change your language to that, you don't sound quite so salesy. And that works, particularly if you wanna add value rather than make a sale. You know, they have both gotta happen. Anyway, so we wanna to head to the larger end of town. We wanna to work with uh, businesses that get it, that, that nurturing of relationships is the place to play to build a business. Um, and we're very, very clear that we wanna play internationally. So our offices around the world um, will grow in the next 12 months. Yep. And we've also got it that the integration of, um, so so there's this concept on the planet in marketing about building funnels. And I get the funnel idea. What we want to talk about is an ecosystem of symbiotic tools and resources and Mm -hmm. plans, strategies Mm -hmm. that work together. So get attention and velcro attention by showing up in socials, and for us, it's in LinkedIn. Show up in the mail, show up on the phone, show up in a text, show up in an email, and if you can do it with your yak, to continue to get that dad joke out there, awesome. That's the game. Love it,
0: love it, fantastic. That's amazing. So, how can the audience reach out and and uh, have a yak with you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very good. Oh, that's a lovely segue. <laughs> uh, so by all means, uh, uh, look us up at sendhandwritten.com.au or I'm sure in the, the um, show notes, there'll be a my, my phone number and email address will be there. It's pretty easy. It's greg at sendhandwritten.com.au. But the thing that I'd like to share with the audience uh, is that what we're looking for is uh, our tribe being built via strategic partnerships. So with the right businesses around us, let me give an example. Send Handwritten provides stunning marketing tools. So a, a, a logical partnership for us is a marketing agency who doesn't do what we do. Yep. So imagine a marketing agency with hundred clients and five of those clients need to stand out and get attention in a way that that marketing agency doesn't do, perfect. Send, handwritten can add value for the agency, for the client, for us, because we get to have the impact that we want to make and we get to put food on our team's table. And that relationship can then grow. And we're just, we've got the pen poised over uh, three really hot deals at the moment. Uh, And they're not all marketing agencies, but they're just people that want to promote the hell out of what we're doing around the world.
0: Love it. Love it. So guys, go and go and reach out. Go and start a yak with uh, Greg because he's a wealth of information. He's a wealth of knowledge and he'll really help with that Velcro, which I love that word, that Velcro with, with your client retention um, and also start new conversations with potential other clients. Greg, thank you for your time, energy and expertise and wisdom today. We could be talking hours and hours around all the d- different amazing stories and uh, case studies and and, and, and just your, your expertise. So thank you once again for, for jumping on today. My
1: pleasure, James.
0: Thanks for having me. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now.